Hello, all. Coach Self, a question. You seem to be able to hit the right buttons at the right time. The ball game down at Baylor, what was your formula for Wayne Selden, who was going along not playing so well, and then all of a sudden became Superman for four and a half minutes? No, nah, th there's no formula for that. I mean, he just made a... Uh, you know, made about three or four really big plays down the down the stretch, but certainly that didn't have anything to do with with me as much as it, it it's just him, you know, you know, going and making a play. So yeah, that I, I think that kind of stuff gets so overrated. It's it's about the, the players out there that are that are doing it, and so uh, uh, I think it I think it happens in all sports, you know. So you know, guys, uh, bottom of the ninth inning and. And you score two runs to win a game. Well, what did the manager do? Well, no, maybe the pitcher threw a ball down the middle instead of hitting a corner. You know, it's so. I don't think that has much to do with it. I always come back to baseball analogies. I think that's pretty good. You have full confidence in calling the law play for him again after he mishandled earlier one. Yeah, but he didn't mishandle it. Frank threw it too high. He he made an unbelievable play to to save the ball and throw it off of them. I think it was Prince maybe uh, before it went out of bounds. So I thought that was a great play by Wayne. But, you know, they played so high on the floor, and we didn't think that they would anticipate at that moment. And, and uh, you know, fortunately it worked. You mentioned the other night um, Frank kind of still being on the attack and how he can beat people off the dribble. Is that something you're constantly kind of keeping on him about, that, that he's got to go? Yeah, he, he doesn't go near enough. You know, and, and uh, there, there were several possessions when we had bad possessions in, against Baylor that I don't think he took charge of the possession. You know, uh, we had three shot clock violations, and, and two of them may have been on him, you know, just because he didn't, wasn't aggressive and he passed it for somebody else to go make a play when he should be the one putting his head down and trying to make a play at all times. So, uh, but, he, but he's awful good, you know, and, and he certainly he's. He's great at getting in there, but and he was terrific the other night against Baylor. But I, I, I do think that he can even be in attack mode a lot more. You ever had three shot clock violations in the game? Uh, I don't know. We did lose 18 in a row, so there's a chance maybe that that's happened uh, at ORU. But I, I don't, I don't remember doing it, uh, having having it like that the other night. Bill, when you reflect on the big called streak, what, which teams are you most proud of that kept the thing going when maybe you weren't sure it was going to happen? Well, I'm not sure it's going to happen this year. I'm, I mean, so I'd, I'd probably be as proud as this team as any of them. Um, I think each team is different. Uh, certainly a, a majority of them it was expected. Uh, not all of them we were picked to win it, but the majority of them it was still expected. And, and uh, so I, I don't think I'll have one that – Stands out more than any any others, at least in my mind. But I, I do think this one will, will will be significant for for our players and for me and our staff because it's a year in which, um, if we're able to do it, it's a year in which you know that the the conference was probably the best it's ever been, and and uh, uh, it was as old as it's ever been. There there there's a, a lot of positives about our league that winning it this year that, at least from our perspective, would probably be more of an accomplishment because you're not going through one or two teams. You've got to be six or whatever. Uh, and so that, that, that to me is pretty significant if we're fortunate enough to win. Do you think this has been the toughest Big 12 you've uh, Yeah, I, I, think they're, I, I think they're all tough. You know, you, you, you got Durant and Griffin and Beasley back to back to back. I mean, 
there's never going to be players that good in our league or, 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 or consecutive. you got the three best players in the country, three different guys, uh, uh, you know, playing in our league back-to-back-to-back years. That, that, I hope that happens again, but certainly uh, that, that's not the norm in any league. So, uh, you know, it, it'll, it'll – but, but this is probably as good. I think there's more good teams. Last year there's a lot of good teams. I think there's more really, really good teams in our league than there ever has been. How excited would they be to get a share of it at home? Your guys? Oh, they'll be excited. Yeah. Well, it, I don't. I think they'd be excited regardless of where you get it. But but certainly have an opportunity to do it at home would be great. And um, uh, but we we, sh- we can't we shouldn't even be talking like that. We should be talking about playing Texas Tech and and that's how we'll handle it with our guys. And you know if we're able to take care of business and and do well, then then you know you have a chance to. Uh, you know, celebrate a little bit, but but uh, but the, the reality of it is, is you know, as we still, you know, our last three games are against teams that are all ranked in the top 25 in the RPI, so we still got a lot of work to do. What's Tubby done? What's different about Tech? Uh, you know, I'm not there every day, but it looks to me like that they're all bodying to guarding, and they're certainly the more they buy into guarding, the more freedom he's given them offensively. And I, th- I think that they're playing with, with great freedom and, and purpose. Uh, you know, sometimes when you take over a job, and, and, and I've gone through this with my teams, it's sometimes early on, you know, it, it's not that they're doing it intentionally, but sometimes it's just hard to have that confidence that you're doing what the coach wants you to do and you're still yet playing free. Uh, and because a lot of times, at least in my, my experiences uh, in taking over jobs, that takes a little while to, to accomplish that. And and he's he's done it masterfully. I mean, they're, they're playing with great freedom. They're playing with purpose. They're, they're playing tough. They're 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 executing what 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 his philosophy is and and, and how to win. And and uh, that just looks like to me a really confident bunch. To be able to do what you've done this year without a projected lottery pick, you mentioned that after the second Oklahoma game. Could you just elaborate a little bit on how you've been able to do that without uh, the projected top? Well, we, we what we have we have we have we don't have the 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 great prospects that that we've had in the past. I mean, you, we've had some pretty good prospects run through here, and as evidenced by where they're drafted and stuff. But we have as many good players, uh, and sometimes that creates balance, creates a lot of things. That's 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 actually fun to coach. So uh, I, I don't I don't think that. You know they deserve. You know sometimes when you say that you're you're discrediting how good your players are. I'm not doing that at all. I think we got really good players, a bunch of them. I just feel like that we don't have the 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 uh, the, the NBA projected top lottery picks like we have in some of the years past. And and uh, I, you know it's and they care. I mean we 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 could talk about whatever, but hey these kids care and and they care a lot and they try real hard and they're competitive and. And but we've also been fortunate, you know. Knock on wood, we've stayed away from major injuries. We, we've uh, we've uh, we've been able to win some close games, you know, that could go the other way. So, you know, uh, uh, I think intangibles has played a little bit of a role in it, and certainly toughness. I think is one of those big intangibles. How was Perry's health? Uh, I did not see Perry yesterday, so uh, so he's fine. I mean, he was fine at Baylor. He's he uh, uh, I believe he got the stitches out of his head today. Yeah, so he's, he's, there's no reason why he's not 100. percent And Frank, I you know Frank's got a sore neck, so uh, but it wasn't his head. 
it was his neck, uh, as you guys could tell by the way he grimaced and, and held on to it for 20 consecutive minutes. But but he, he it, it is really sore, but but nothing that, that treatment stuff can't work out. Uh, I, you know, I thought that the way the schedule was, if I remember right, we had a chance maybe to, to kind of get the wheels back on if we played well. But uh, I, I don't think of it down the road that far. I, I, the way I take I just take it a week at a time, two games at a time. And if I really get out there, you may go four games. But, but I, I haven't, you know, I, I haven't thought about Hey, yeah, we can get on a serious roll right here. I don't. I don't think you think like that when you still got to go to OU and you still got to go to Baylor and you still got to go to Manhattan. I think you just think about that game and somehow trying to figure out a way to win that game. Coach, you mentioned toughness being one of the important intangibles with this group. Is that something that you have to just see play out before you can really be confident that it's going to be there with with, with a given team? Yeah, I think so. I, you know. Uh, I, I think there's times where we have not played tough. I mean, against Baylor, we didn't play tough. Uh, like they, they, you know, we're up six to nothing on the boards to start the game, and then you look up and it's twenty-six to fifteen. I mean, because they have the stats there. I, I kind of like how they do that. They have the stats there, so you could actually see it. And so, if that's true, if the stats are true, that means they went on a twenty-six to nine run against us, rebounding the ball. I mean, so that's not tough. Uh, but I do think there was – I do think there – when we got behind eight in the second half, I don't know how much time was left. I do think we – to go on 11-2 run after you get down eight and to close the game out 11-2 or 13-2 or whatever it was, you know, I, I think I think is, uh, is, a, is a sign of toughness. Not, not necessarily physical toughness, but, you know, guys being pretty mentally tough. Are there uh, complicated stuff that we wouldn't notice in how you – Guard differently as the season goes on. Do you, do you not give the players that help earlier because you want to challenge them and want them to? Nah, like well, there's there's a there's some things like you know ball screen defense has been something that that is that is that is uh, certainly impacted all teams across America because teams are so good. At, at at you know with schemes to set ball screens and, and have little guards take advantage of that, and certainly there's been times where we have looked horrendous guarding ball screens. Uh, there's times where we have been much better. Uh, uh, I think that K State personally is one of the best ball screen defensive teams around because they do such a great job of shrinking the floor to make the floor look crowded whenever ball screens occur. So when guys come off, it doesn't look like there's gaps. We we've been a team that you know has has really. Everything looks open a lot of times when 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 uh, when, when we uh, defend certain actions, and so I, I think we've done a better job of late—not great, but a better job of late—of uh, of shrinking the floor and making the floor look less more crowded. Uh, even though, in theory, we haven't given anything up to do that. So that's that's maybe one thing we've done better. But I think early in the season you don't allow switches. If you allow switches, then they'll want to switch all the time. And then as you get into scouting reports and later on, you allow switches. Um, that would be something that we probably do differently. Um, that that we don't start out doing it that way. Um, but we've switched a lot lately. We've probably switched as about as much as any team that I've had. And and one thing that we've done better, knock on wood, is that Perry has become much better at guarding the switches. 
uh, were, were, were early in the season, he wasn't as good at that. So that, that those are positives, but th- these, those are small things. I mean, everybody gets better as the season goes on, and we've, we've certainly improved in some areas, but, but we're, we're still not defensively where I think we can potentially get to. Billy, you've got a lot of highly recruited guys that aren't getting a lot of minutes that seem to have great attitudes on the bench. Is that your observation, and how much does that help towards the overall team? Yeah, it's 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 not an easy thing when you when when you've been humbled uh, and you've been highly recruited to come in and, and then you know just you know totally give in to to uh, or, uh, or buy in not give in buy in to us instead of me. I mean uh, uh, that that's uh, uh, that's difficult to do. But we have three freshmen that have been great. I mean, Legerald that hadn't got much clock at all, but Legerald is going to be a really good player and and. Uh, but I can't say that he's better than Sphi or Brandon, you know. But but potentially he's got a chance to be really good. And and Sheck and Carlton, I think are gonna. I mean they're gonna be they're gonna be great. But the thing that that um, that I think has been important for us is, you know, this team also has to win. I mean, and, and you want to do you know it's such a balancing deal because you want to do what's best for the kids, but on the flip side, what's best for the kids is is playing the guys that are the best for our team. I mean, uh, uh, you know, everybody, people say, well, hurt recruiting because kids aren't playing as much. Well, what about a kid that's a, a four-star kid? Maybe Will that hurt you later because you're never going to play a kid that earns it because a freshman is going to come in behind them? I mean, that, you, could, you, could have, you, you could have, you know, ha- have a flipped opinion based on the perspective you're coming from. And, and, and the perspective that we have is, get, you know, try to give everybody an opportunity, but you play the guys that give you the best chance to win. It's not the guys that look the best. It's not the guys that have the prettiest jump hook or whatever. And 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 that that's all it is. It's it's nothing more than that. And and you you got guys like Sheck and Carlton. Those guys are going to get the last laugh on everybody. They're going to get the last laugh. It's just it's going to take a little time. And people forget that that you know the reason that the Morris twins start is because we didn't have anybody else. They had to start. Or, or, or Marcus had to, and Keith was our first guy off the bench. People forget that. People, people forget that, you know, because they're lottery picks, that, that it happened for them early in their career. People forget that Thomas Robinson averaged eight minutes a game as a freshman. But he had three lottery picks playing in front of him. People forget that. Uh, uh, and, and then, you know, what's Thomas? He finished second national player of the year. And people forget Withy was the sixth best big man we had when he got here. And, and you know, he's second all-time in block shots in the NCAA tournament. You know, people forget that because you know people develop at different stages and and uh, and everything. And and but for people to say that we don't play freshmen, that's that's the most ridiculous. I mean, we probably other than other than Kentucky, who started more freshmen than we have. You know, uh, but the, the 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 bottom line is, and on this particular team in this particular case, it's been better to have experience out there because the 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 inexperience uh, uh, probably has not. Uh, uh, even though there's great talent, the inexperience probably has a, would affect us in us winning games right now. So uh, they they're they're working hard. They have great attitudes. I hate it when people make something more out of it than what it is. It's just you know your team out. That's just kind of how your team has evolved as the years gone on, and everybody does that. I mean, uh, you know, you, you sign a guy in baseball. And, Baseball to to be, to 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 be your be be your second baseman and he and he gets hurt and you know Zobers comes in and he's pretty good and 
next thing you know, uh, 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 it's hard to keep him out of the lineup because it was just best for the team at that moment. And 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 so there, there's a there's a lot of things that go on with that. But but having having the quality of people that we have is 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 I think the difference, and I think that's what's going to give them the best chance to be great moving forward because they're such good kids. Along those same lines, is that is that how your guys like Speed at, at K State and what he did there, or Jamari all year have been able to? Kind of keep their heads in it and wait for that number to be called, as opposed to just getting in that lull of I'm not playing a ton of minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sfee's the prime. You know, Sfee's the same age as the other. He's younger than the other kids. He's the youngest kid on our team, so he should be a a young freshman right now. And and uh, you know, he's been he's been like this, and 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 we know that. Uh, but but he, he when he's confident, he's really good. And and uh, I think I think everybody keeping a good at our our attitudes have been not good, great. Uh, uh, and that's hard to be when you have highly recruited kids. But you can't keep everybody happy. You know, that, that's the thing that, you know, is unbelievable to me. You know, you, you, rec- you recruit guys, and, and, and sometimes it doesn't go exactly as scripted because if it went exactly as scripted, then all 13 guys would be lottery picks uh, uh, and play in the league. It, it doesn't always go that way. Uh, uh, and there's other teams across America that's going through the same thing. But so much of it is timing and, and – uh, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm real pleased and proud of how our guys have, have hung in there and, and, and been really, really, really uh, together and unselfish with their thoughts for the most part and, and uh, been there when the number's called. What did the tape show on Mickelson's play against K-State? Did he make the right move the, when, when he, he knocked it off the K-State guy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Here, that was a week ago. Well, no, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, it, it was it was a it was a good play. You know, earlier in the game, right when Perry checked back in, Perry fished and missed and gave her a dunk, and that was going to be the same thing if uh, if Hunter didn't, you know, deflect that ball. That was a big time play. How are Mickelson and Trailer with the young big men? Oh, they're awesome. You know, Hunter's not healthy. You know, he he's not healthy. Even he tell you he's not one hundred percent. But but uh, oh they're great they're great and, and and Hunter's unreal and 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 Jamari has been as good a teammate as you can have he, they, those guys have been great helping everybody they just want to win I mean it's their last go around they just want to win coach you guys are wearing the two jerseys for Black History Month I'm curious what you think of first of all the significance and the more classic look uh I I, I uh, you know the significance is obviously that the, the uh, uh, you know in our case, I guess as much as anything, in, in, you know, you know, paying a tribute or, or, or respect to uh, 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 Black History Month, and then with so many things that have that have uh, that the good of that have come of of uh, uh, African Americans. Uh, being involved with our university and our basketball program, I mean, it's I, I, I can't imagine it ever being different. But you know, it, it was it was pretty nice to to know because I did not put the two and two together that that Maurice King's grandson is Ishmael Wainwright, and I did not know that until uh, we got into the game. Who, Gary got you that stuff? That's good, Gary, and and uh, that's because uh, and that's cool, and 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 because we've known Ish forever. Uh, and, and being from Kansas City and recruiting him. So, um, you know, I, I know the players uh, think things, you know, the, the look of the uniform and stuff like that, I, I, that doesn't really 
register that much with me, but to do something for those reasons, uh, I think is very positive. Coach, the uh, 3 p.m. start time for the March 5th game um, is a direct conflict with the uh, Kansas caucus. Um, are you aware that there's a uh, change.org petition to change the start time of that game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why don't they change the time of the caucus? So, so, so. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I am not aware of that, uh, but I, I don't think that ESPN is going to say let's do this for for uh, uh, for those reasons. Uh, you know, I think there's always conflict with something going on, uh, regardless of when you schedule it. You know, I guess we could schedule a game and then NASCAR could have something too, or we could schedule a game and, you know, the Chiefs could be NFL playoff game. And then there's a lot of things or something going on at the theater or whatever. And, and certainly that's very important what's going on from a, obviously from a, a political standpoint. Uh, but, but I, I can't see that, that, uh, that, that'll get moved. No, no, I, I have a, I've got enough things on my mind. I, I, I get enough uh, politics watching uh, TV at night, uh, getting caught up on all the different strategies and everything that's going on. I, I, do, I do think this. I think it's fascinating, uh, everything that's going on. Uh, you know, so, so uh, you know, it's disappointing at the same time, I guess. But I, th I think that we'll both live and, and uh, it won't be too negative for either one of us. Since the 11 a.m. start, the students will be good as usual. Uh, I don't, I don't know, Gary. I hope so. There's a, there's a lot to be excited about Saturday, so I hope so. We, we, uh, you know, I think, the, I think the players. There, there's nothing better than a Saturday afternoon game in the field house, uh, sunshine and coming through the windows. It's, it's great. Uh, uh, and the good thing about it is, you know, you. So early, you got time to go to lunch afterwards. Even forget dinner, you can go to lunch. But uh, I don't think this. I don't. I, I hopefully the students can. Hopefully, ten hours of sleep will be enough for them that particular night, and they can actually get out of bed. All right. Thanks, coach. Thanks. Thanks, coach.